Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a... What is today? I'm literally going to Wednesday edition of Sports Scene. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, and talk some sports. Jose uh, is our producer today. I'm going to tell you something that I I rarely have said in 25-plus years of hosting this program. If I today could have avoided doing this show, I would have. I would have. Why? I certainly understand where we are in the college landscape with NIL and all of that. But I'm just tired of it. I'm sick and tired of talking about it, of trying to figure it out, and this whole thing at Tennessee now, Vince Ferrara, my buddy from the sports animal, is going to come on here at the bottom of the hour and sort through what's going on there. But let me tell you what's happened since Tennessee got the NCAA letter. The attorney general from Tennessee, and for God knows why, from Virginia, filed a federal federal antitrust suit against the NCAA challenging the legality of the name image and likeness guidelines that are set forth by the NCAA apparently uh, there's a sports group that's the lead group in Tennessee for NIL and that's being targeted Um, in this lawsuit Tennessee and Virginia are trying to do away with the guidelines adopted back in 2021 they have been modified since they were first adopted now here's the crux of the lawsuit it alleges that The NCAA violated antitrust laws by denying their athletes their ability to earn full, and I think this is key, full compensation for their name, image, and likeness. Okay. Um, According to CBSSports.com, the attorney generals for these states could seek a temporary injunction that could, ready for this, suspend the NCAA's NIL rules and NIL limits on what their legislation says. The question now becomes, what's the NCAA do? If they do nothing, what happens? If they legislate, it's going to go to court. So given what it already is doing, what what's already on its plate, Does the NCAA have the stomach for this? 
I don't know. But, again, if there's a lawsuit here, um, and again, I think there's been three that have been filed so far against the NCAA, and they're already defending themselves in those. Um, House versus NCAA, which isn't scheduled to be heard until next year. Jury trial. Johnson versus NCAA has former athletes seeking to be made, ready, employees for purposes of collecting back pay and damages they say they didn't get when they were athletes. The Department of Justice joined a lawsuit. The Department of Justice to do away with NCAA transfer rules. I, I, I get it. I get it. But right now, we're not even talking sports. We're talking lawsuits and judges. Um, and again, don't forget, throw into this mix what the NCAA president, the new one, has proposed, right? He wants even more NIL freedom, okay? Because he is suggesting that schools themselves, which cannot do that now, that schools themselves can help arrange NIL deals. And then Tennessee sent a blistering letter back to the NCAA concerning uh, what they said, because they could be a repeat violator. That could be trouble if that is what happens um, with this. But good God, this is where we are, and I'm, I'm just done with it. Where do we go? Where do we go? I mean, look, I don't know what, what percentage this is, but there's certainly a camp that says this is all going to go away. That some someday, through legislation, all this NIL stuff is going to go away, and athletes will be employees and paid by the schools. I think there's one school of thought there. The other school of thought is NIL is not going away. How do we maximize it? How do we fix it? How do we legislate it? How do we make it to where everybody follows the same guidelines? On the surface of it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that we're in where we're at. School, and look, it's always been haves and have-nots, hasn't it? I mean, let's go back to the good old days, right? There were haves and have-nots then. But it's more acute now. And I know there's some people that think 18-year-olds have no right to get as much money as they're making. I get it. I get it. I get it. But if you listen to me consistently, you know with all the millions of dollars the NCAA makes off these athletes, they deserve something. And they're and it, it kind of went overboard, but, I, but you, you get where things are going. So... That's where we are.
Another thing I want to bring up today. I was thinking about this. Jerry Jones made a comment about his coach. And in football, Mike McCarthy. And I guess I just have... Tell me if you have a problem as a fan with win at all costs. Okay? Jerry Jones said today he could work with Bill Belichick. Um, he said he called him a friend. Now, McCarthy's going to come back. And here's what he said, Jerry Jones, and I'm paraphrasing a quote here. I like the fact he's hanging around the rim. And I like what the team has done to hang around the rim. So I think what the answer that I would have is, I'm aware we're hanging around the rim. We're not getting the ball in. But when you hang around the rim, let's don't discount hanging around the rim. Where we are right now with the players we've got, and I'm thinking about it from the whole look. He said, he's come up short three times and advanced us in the playoff. And again, he went to the hang, hanging around the rim thing. So I think what he's trying to say there is, okay, give credit for getting to the playoffs. Give credit for getting there. But instead of hanging around the periphery, we got to bust open the door and get to a Super Bowl. I don't think that in and of itself is wrong. But I do think sometimes fans and owners don't appreciate how hard it is to get there. You think it's easy? You think when Alabama, all those years with Saban, and what Georgia's doing and, you know, whatever anybody else is doing, you know, Connecticut with Geno, right? That's hard, man. It's hard to do. And I guess my point, I, I want to throw this out at you, is do you think it's wrong to have that win or bust mentality? Because, look, only one team wins. The Detroit Lions fans who said fire Campbell – I understand you can question his in-game coaching, but are you kidding me? The last time they were in a game like that was 1957. But sometimes coaches are fired, and McCarthy could have been, for not going far enough in the playoffs. You agree with that? We'll get your thoughts on these two subjects and anything else you want to bring up. 12-13, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Sam Jacoby. 
Tonight, the Gator men's basketball team are on the road at Kentucky at 8 p.m. The coverage of the game will begin here at 7.30 p.m. The Gator women's basketball team have the week off and will play on the road at LSU this Sunday. The Gator women's gymnastics team will compete this Friday against Georgia at 7 p.m. In other SEC news, Arkansas and Missouri play tonight at 8.30 p.m. Auburn and Vanderbilt also play tonight at 9 p.m. The Miami Heat play home tonight against the Sacramento Kings, hoping to pull off a win after coming off of a seven-game losing streak. The Heat are currently 24-23 and on the record for the season. The Orlando Magic also play tonight on the road against the Spurs with a 24-23 and record as well. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sam Jacoby. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Okay, you've put it off long enough, and it's time to replace that car. But let me make this easy. Visit Select Motor Car of Gainesville. Their selection of quality, like new cars, trucks, and SUVs is awesome. And on-site credit union financing makes the deals even sweeter. Select now has a full-service auto center, which means additional savings and no hassle repairs for you. Shop online, then go take a test drive. For the easiest car you'll ever buy, it's time to select selectmotorcar.us. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Woo-hoo! Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. WRUF Radio, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Good segue into that. Of course, Gator basketball tonight. You can hear it uh, right here. And uh, we'll see what the Gators do on the road. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Bernard, hello. Hey, Steve. I think you, uh, when somebody speaks, they have a translator doing sign. You got to have somebody... Next to Jerry, what Jerry is telling you, Steve, read between the lines that Bill Belichick will be coaching the Cowboys after next year, basically because I think what's going to happen, the Cowboys going to have another 
good season, and it seems like that pressure from not having done anything in all these years seems to mount. You could tell against the Green Bay Packers after the first drive that they that pressure was too much. But shifting gears, Steve, I didn't watch it, but I saw the score last night. South Carolina uh, beat uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Let's see, that used to be uh, <laughs> Steve. That South Carolina with Frank Moore. You used to put that down. That was a a win for you. Now that it doesn't look like that's that's a given now. The, the SC, as I keep that SEC. You know, we talk about football and transfer portal. This this league, in terms of the athletes, Steve, is a beast. And that's why, you know, you have to try to do your best to win at home because on the road it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. Well, I watched that game last night, uh, and <clears throat> it was a type of game that I think both these teams want to play in terms of pace, uh, low scoring. You know, 63-59 was you know, the game score, and South Carolina is 6-2 and two in the SEC, folks, including wins over Kentucky and Tennessee. So, I mean, they're for real. You're right. Hey, Steve, Florida, I don't know right now. We'll see. Some, a win is a win, Steve. I don't know whether Florida has cut out to win those games in the 60s and 50s. They seem to – their tempo seem to favor – a, a, a larger score in the 80s and 90s, which is good, but sometimes you have to win ugly. Steve, talking about, you know, football when Napier was hired, the first thing, like you said, people said, give him time. And I was just something I talked with you about yesterday. It seems like I didn't know how bad this program was down when he got here. And maybe you can talk about it later on because Osiris Torrance, the guy he brought here, was a consensus All-American. He played every every snap with the Buffalo Bills, and now they say Ricky Pearsall is turning heads at the Senior Bowl. But for us, with the draft, this, this is a quiet time. It seems like the better players are the ones that he's bringing here, and it seems like we were woefully, woefully uh, under talent, Steve, and he's trying to build this roster back up. And, uh, you know, when you don't – you find out how good you are, how, how good you're not, when you find out what other people think about your talent. Steve, you have a great day, okay? Okay. Menard, thank you. Uh, Rick Barnes last night said his Tennessee team missed 10 layups. They also shot 60% from the line. So, again, um, they shot 36% from the field, 24% from the arc. Now, for South Carolina, if you said, you went into that game and you said they shoot 35% from three, which isn't bad, but they only shot 34% from the field in that game. 34%, they won the game. I wonder if anybody today in Columbia is complaining about the pace of the game. Oh, it's too slow. They walked the ball up the floor. It's boring to watch. I wonder if anybody's thinking that. I bet you the answer is no. Why? Because they just knocked off a top five team on the road. And they're 6-2 and two in the SEC. That's why. So, again, would you rather win, you know, 62 to whatever that score was, 62-58 or whatever it was, or would you rather lose 95-90? to 90? Oh, exciting game. Oh, we lost. So, I mean, you know, take it as it comes. 
392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. South Carolina was very impressive last night. But again, uh, Rick Barnes was right. Tennessee missed some, uh, you know, really uh, not a good shooting night. Um, here's an email. I've talked to you for over 22 years. Thoroughly enjoy talking and listening to you daily. I'm a true Gator. I've had tickets since 82, and I, like you, sick of it. No commitment by players or coaches to destroy what we know as college football. Love the show. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I'd go that far, but just I, I don't know how much fun it is. Look, I, I'm sure when you get on the field and you're coaching your team, it's still fun. Right, you're not you're not thinking. Well, I gave fifty thousand dollars to that guy and forty thousand dollars to that guy. I don't think you're thinking about that. But the other, but the other stuff, yeah. Jonesy, not sure you talked about this yet. About Tony, he thinks he has an attitude problem towards authority. Did you notice that when he was at Florida? Uh, yeah, he's a little petulant when he was at Florida. Uh, do you feel he's ruined his career with his statements? The team was lying when they said he was injured. No. No. Now, it'll be interesting. Will he be active for the Super Bowl? Because if he's not, that would tell me that he's done in Kansas City, at least. Um, his gut feeling he won't recover from this episode in his short career reminds him of Antonio Brown. It could be. Now, I think Antonio Brown was a little more productive than uh, Kadarius Tony is, but, you know, sometimes people don't learn lessons. Adrian says, you'd think after Pruitt and his McDonald bags, their administration would cower in the corner and plead with the NCAA for forgiveness. That's what we would do. Instead, Tennessee went on the offensive. Got to respect that. Wish we had that administration here. Maybe now you have an idea with the frustration the fan base is expressing towards Strickland and the entire UAA. Um Good news is Linda Tila gets to stay on her NCAA committees. You asked what the motivation for the UAA and their flaccid support of NIL. Easy to figure out. Florida will continue to lead from behind and watch schools like Tennessee lead from the front. State of Gator Nation is sad. PG, hello. Hey, man. Um, sorry, I just I got to bring up my thoughts on the NIL real quick. Um, so, to me... If you step back, I think a lot of the frustration, at least for myself, I think other people is like it's not the way it was, right? Okay, we didn't, we don't like it. And I hear, oh, you can't pay the kids. Well, they're adults. They're eighteen. They're young men. Okay, but they're not kids. They fall under labor laws, antitrust, all those things, which weren't being adhered to. They were not. They limited them. That system should have never been in place. So it created precedents which we look at as like, oh, wow, that's the way it should be. It should never should have been that way. Then you funded non-revenue-generating sports off of it. The schools made a lot of money, and it's just a mess. And I think what they can do is say, like, Tennessee's challenging the fact that they did not facilitate the NIL deal. That's kind of what it boils down to. I think the NCAA can hold up on that and say, listen, we're not allowing that. That's against our policy that we agreed to or whatever, if they are even agreeing now you know, as, as a group, uh, the teams and the, and the schools. 
but they're going to lose the majority of these lawsuits. They already are. They're just out there hanging. And remember, it's not civil. You got to be what is it, ninety eight percent guilty? You got to be fifty one or criminal. In civil, it's it's much different. And and they don't. They're just they're just they're not going to win. So you can say okay, non competes, right? We can say in the business world you get a non compete, but non competes aren't built exactly that way. Because you sign with the company and you can't make money from you know a sponsorship from something else unless it competes with something that your employer's doing. So I don't, I just don't see how they're going to win any of those lawsuits. They're trying to hold on the schools to not pay the players till the end, but they're just going to have to do it. Where, where do you stand on the things I just said? I don't know because the problem is this is all dependent on lawsuits and outcomes and, you know, who wins what case, no one knows. There is not a soul walking this earth that knows what's going to happen here because there's just too many variables. There's too many things happening at one time. It's dizzying. It's head spinning. And yet administrators, coaches, players, agents, fans, everybody is trying to make sense of this and and then, oh, by the way, you know, whether it's Florida Victorious or whatever, you know, how many other of these there are at other schools, you know, they're trying to do what they do and do their due diligence. It's just a mess. It, and, and the problem is, you know, it's one thing if you can look down the street or look down the road, PG, and say, okay, here's, it may take time, but I think this is going to be the outcome. If anybody knows what the outcome of all this stuff's going to be, please let me know. Yeah, I, here's my quick outcome: they become employees. That's possible. So that's one. Can, that's one outcome. Yeah. Yes, one outcome. Major schools kind of branch off, and then the collateral damage of all this is that everybody's allowed these collectives, which won't be able to be stopped, to pay on top of the collective bargaining amount. They would have been smarter just to go ahead and, you know, figure it out now before they let these things get strong well, and, and pay on top. So un, unless unless they are outlawed. Unless Congress, unless somebody says they're done, and and now you, you start paying the athletes like we just talked about. So we'll yeah, see. And, and I'll, take, I'll take this off the air. I'm sure that you've kind of looked into the Tennessee deal now, but what I'm just kind of reading is this company saying – and they're out of Knoxville, and they handle the collective, but they do some other things. They handle the Tennessee collective, but they're saying they paid the kid, the quarterback from California, $8 million. Nobody's disputing that, so that's fine. They're saying they were signing him no matter what and giving him $8 million to market his NIL rights. I don't, I don't understand that. Are they basically saying, we bought him for $8 million, we can sell his rights now? Because why are they paying him $8 million? not saying they don't care that he went to Tennessee? You get where I'm going? I do. Uh, we're going to find out, PG. What, what, were they, what, what were they paying him for? Well, I don't understand that. Like, we will hopefully find out. Appreciate your call. Okay. Thank you. Um, by the way, on ESPN's college football page, picture of Billy Napier. College football coaching hot seat. Billy Napier, not the only one who needs to win. My friend Vince Farrar from the Sports Animal joins us next. 1229 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chittlery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Friends, I've told you a lot about the Rhode Haver Boys Ranch in Palatka. They need your help. It's a secure home for young boys that come from difficult family lives or home environments, and sometimes they don't have any family at all. That's really the sad part of it. The ranch offers safety, a safe place, guidance, and structure for these boys while teaching them useful life skills like vehicle repairs. That's where you come in. They'd like you to donate your either unused or unwanted vehicles so these kids can fix them and then resell them, and this is partly how they learn real-life skills. And your donation is a tax-deductible donation. To find out more, simply Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. The boys, thank you for your support. Where are you heading this year? No matter where your travels may take you, you want to get there safely and securely. And that means knowing your vehicle is up for the challenge. Hi, Steve Russell here. Don't roll the dice with the chain stores. Take your vehicle to the same place I do, Dave Mays Automotive. People in the area have been trusting Dave Mays Automotive since they opened their doors way back in 1975. Imports, domestics, diesel, fleet service, they can handle anything from engines, AC and heating, transmissions, tires, brake service, and more. And don't forget about their famous bug check. They go over your entire car, making sure there's no nasty surprises waiting for you. Dave Mays Automotive is at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Nothing but net. He hit that from deep. That was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of a game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Marantz. With speakers by Bowers and Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Remember back when you learned how to ride a bike? You needed courage, determination, and some band-aids for those bumps and bruises. But when it was all said and done, what you really needed was balance. At Radiant Credit Union, we're paving the path for your financial future with our balance transfer offer. Right now, you can transfer your high-interest credit card debt to our Radiant Visa credit card with a super low intro rate, plus no balance transfer fee or annual fee. Visit radiantcu.org slash balance and start saving today. Federally insured by NCUA. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Seasonable conditions for our last day of January. This afternoon, mostly sunny skies with highs peaking in the mid to upper 60s. We'll have a breeze gusting to about 25 miles an hour through the late afternoon. Then this evening and overnight, clear skies getting cold. Lows to start off February dropping to the upper 30s. We'll have a wind chill in the mid 30s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Love listening to Gators sporting events on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM? Well, you can also hear Sean, Kyle, Jeff, Steve, Tom, Nevada, Sky, and Ryan wherever you are with the WRUF radio app. Catch every touchdown, layup, spike, goal, and home run all in the palm of your hand. 
Dieter Gaines on the radio, on the web, and with you no matter where you are with the WRUF radio app. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, Tennessee and Florida have something in common. Letters, apparently, from the NCAA saying, we're going to investigate you. So uh, let's bring in my buddy Vince Farrar from the Sports Animal up in Knoxville. Vince, welcome. Uh, you know, my little monologue here at the start of the show, uh, my head's just spinning overall. I, you know, I just this is such a strange world we're in here. But let's start with what Tennessee apparently got and the response from Tennessee. Is that a, def- is that a, a defensive move? Is that a, a preemptive strike? How do you view how Tennessee responded to this? Well, Steve, always awesome to to be on with you. And, um, yeah, it it sucks to talk about stuff like this. It's no fun. Um, Tennessee, it was kind of a a, a, a really, I don't know, hard-hitting day, so to speak, yesterday for Tennessee fans in that you had news like this come out and you got to deal with this. And then Tennessee's basketball team (laughs) takes a home court loss, which I think really blindsided a lot of people. So I'm sure we'll get to that. But, uh, yeah, there's been, there has not been a notice of allegations received yet. So that, that is one thing. It was a SI report, uh, from Pat Forty and then New York Times report had a little bit more details and saying basically the, uh, their, uh, looking into the investigation is is regarding whether uh, a private jet flight for Nico during his recruitment, if that uh, broke NCA rules, and then uh, did they they were the NCA come out and said that retroactively they're trying to to stop these uh, you know basically these boosters, which is what they've labeled the collectives, whether, you know, that broke rules and they're trying to retroactively enforce them. And uh, now when the NSA looked like they had no teeth, now they're trying to have some teeth. Uh, and then so the, the Chancellor Donde Plowman came out with a strong statement and talking about how uh, the, there was just a, it's a chaotic environment and that the procedure was flawed, and some of the allegations are factually untrue. Uh, she also pointed out they tried to meet with Charlie Baker, the head of the NCAA, in December to talk about and try to be proactive in terms of, hey, we're, we're, what can we do? What can we do with the NCAA? They couldn't get that meeting with Charlie Baker. Uh, also, she pointed out, hey, we were the ones during the Jeremy Pruitt investigation with the last thing they dealt with for a long time, that the NCAA said, hey, they they basically set the bar in terms of compliance with the NCAA, and they were pristine in doing so. So she's like, okay, we're we're you're labeling us as that, and now you're trying to use us as an example for something you're trying to to fix on the back end for your Wild West uh, setup that you helped contribute to. 
so, and then Aspire Sports, the collective, came out and they made a statement saying that it wasn't anything to pursue to to send uh, Nico towards Tennessee. That it's a deal for him for college, not for any school specifically. And then today, the attorney general has filed suit uh, for the state of Tennessee and Virginia towards the NCAA uh, about their rulings in, in regards to NIL. So. Uh, it, there's just a lot going on. I knew there would be additions to this that, that would continue uh, and new layers to it. Um, it's it's just um, it, it's not enjoyable to talk about, but it's not surprising because everyone's playing that game in NIL. Uh, but now they're looking to, to try to retroactively punish schools to set the tone when they really don't have a ton of leverage, in my opinion. And I think the longer this goes, Vince, with, you know, states filing suit um, and all of this, I, I don't know how much teeth the NCAA is going to end up having in their bite here because of all this. I, and, and I get the sense this is not going to be something that's going to go away quickly either. No, I, I, I think so, unless the reports are, are just wrong and the NCAA isn't going to pursue. I mean, they, who knows if they're, if they go back and fact check and say, Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> they, yeah. oh, here's another factor. Each state has their own rules and guidelines in the state of California, which is something that Spire sports pointed out. This is not anything that you couldn't do there. And that's part of why it's just, it's so, so many layers, so confusing, so many crossing of, of rules and guidelines that uh, maybe they didn't take that into account. And maybe they're like, oh, never mind. We'll, we'll try to pursue something else that we can actually find someone's wrongdoings on. I'm not saying that's the case. I don't know the details on it yet, uh, what Tennessee did or didn't, or what the NCAA thinks that's it's their rules. But I, I agree that the, the, the longer this, goes with so many people that have tentacles and financial interest in in the way it's currently set up uh, i think the the more difficult it is for the ncaa and it may start even more of a push which might be inevitable steve and you may feel this way that there's going to be a separation of the power schools from the ncaa at some point or time uh unless they can come up with some sort of way to have some guidelines on this rather than taking the uh, combative approach, which might be where what they're starting to trend towards doing now. Vince Ferrara, Sports Animal, joining us here, talking about you know what's going on at Tennessee. Um, real quickly, uh, give credit to South Carolina last night. I watched that game, Vince, and you know it was the kind of game Tennessee likes, low scoring, but they missed layups. Uh, you know, just didn't shoot well. And South Carolina, all of a sudden, six and two in the SEC. It was a good win for them. And I know that you missed easy layups. That that really hurt Tennessee last night. Yes, yeah, I actually think it was much more like South Carolina wants to play than Tennessee. Yeah. South Carolina is that. That's been what they've been under Lamont Paris this year. Overall, he came from Wisconsin, so he's running the same style of offense that they did up there. It's not the most uh, appealing, but they've got smart, tough, physical players 
to, to run that system. They're driving downhill constantly and kicking. They're making you work defensively. They're making it a low-possession game, and Tennessee knew that that was going to happen, and they were sucked into it. So got to give South Carolina credit. The two most physical – I think Tennessee is the most physical team in the league, but the two teams that have been the most physical with Tennessee, Mississippi State and South Carolina, the two teams that have pegged losses – on the volunteers. So that's something to keep track of to see if maybe teams start to take that approach and say, hey, we're, we're going to try to bully the bullies and see how the refs call the game because they, they let a lot go for most of that game. And then, of course, like you typically get, inconsistencies are just ticky-tack when you're playing football otherwise. But that, that goes both ways. It's, it's The inconsistency is, is all over the place. Um, but South Carolina does deserve a lot of, of credit. And, um, you know, Tennessee missed – they missed – according to Barnes, they missed 10 layups. Layups, yeah. 10 shots at the rim. And in addition to that, they missed eight free throws for the second game in a row, including Dalton Connect who's missed uh, numerous in each of the last two games, which is out of character for him because he's a good free-throw shooter. So um, they that and then Jonas Adu will, inside, he had a terrible game, especially as high level he's, as he's been playing. Um, and then when this team, and Zakai Ziegler had an off day too. So they didn't get any help for Dalton Connect. He had 31 in the game, Steve. The other eight players that played in the game for Tennessee combined for 27. <laughs> Yeah. And if you take Vescovy's 10 out, the other seven combined for 17, not good enough. No. Even if guys are doing playing defense or doing other things that contribute to, to your team, you got to still put the ball in the basket and just didn't happen enough, especially with some, some veterans on that team. Very quickly to end here, there are some here who feel that the Athletic Association – is not totally on board, you know, with NIL, you know, trying to raise the money necessary, et cetera. From where you sit with the Tennessee administration, what do you see with them in terms of being out in front with this? Well, it seems like they have they've handled the NIL space really well, and Spire Sports is, you know, is, uh, based here in, in Knoxville. They, I don't know if they have other offices now and branched out, but they do work with other schools besides Tennessee. So I, I think they've had a really good relationship, especially in football. So I uh, haven't heard of other issues or anything since then. So it's been pretty clean. You, you have endorsements and, and deals for a lot of the sports, not just football. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think they've embraced it. It's I think it's been helpful for them. Uh, in recruiting and then just overall they're having they're having all sports success right now so always hard to kind of quantify how much of that is nil how much of that is is coaching is resources is and all those kind of things so it's all kind of clicking and nil has been a positive for them the way it's it's there even though a lot of they still would like some guidelines and and uh, and obviously the recruiting calendar for football they want to get changed too as I always ask you, where can people hear you, see your work? Appreciate it. Uh, Vince Sports on all the social media, media whether it's X or uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that, or YouTube, V-I-N-C-E Sports. 
our website where you can get our podcast at 991thesportsanimal.com. Uh, also, if you go to sportsource.tv, I do a, a TV show on Sunday mornings, part of the rotating panel, highly rated show. Uh, do a great job, uh, John Pennington, putting that together. And that's sportsource.tv to see my mug and uh, <laughs> see us talk about Tennessee and, and SEC overall as well. Well, we'll see what happens with all this on both ends here. So appreciate yep. you, Vince. Thanks for talking. All right. Always enjoy, Paisan. Thank you. You got it. Vincenzo, Vince Ferrara, Sports Animal. Knoxville, 1245 time check brought to you by Hayes Chiloy. We'll continue. We'll open the phone lines for you. Emails to ESPN 981FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 981FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. This is Lacey Rogers. Gators men's basketball visits Lexington tonight to take on the number 10 Kentucky Wildcats. The Wildcats have only lost one game at home and are coming off a win against Arkansas. This is their second time meeting this season. Kentucky won the first matchup 87-85. Coverage starts here at 7.30. In local hoops, the Hawthorne vs. PK Young girls teams face off today. And in the NBA, the Miami Heat hosts the Sacramento Kings tonight. The Heat are 12-11 at home and have lost their past seven games. The number three and four Gators women's and men's swim and dive teams will be in the O'Connell Center tomorrow for the Florida Invitational. The competition, running from Thursday to Saturday, is the last before the SEC championships. This is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lacey Rogers. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 802 Hey there, Dan Patrick here. I've got something hot for you, and I'm not just talking about the big game. It's the original Louisiana brand hot sauce, and let me tell you, game changer. Whether you're tailgating with your boys, hosting the ultimate big game party, the original Louisiana brand hot sauce is the MVP. Perfect balance of heat and flavor, and you add that to all your food. It's like a touchdown dance for your taste buds. The hot sauce brings the soulful heat of Louisiana to your party, turning every gathering into a spicy celebration of food and football. No huddle, no problem. The hot sauce is ready. Fast-paced action of your tailgate or the big game party. Quick and easy, just like your favorite team executing the perfect play. So make the call. Add the original Louisiana brand hot sauce to your roster today. The big game MVP of flavors. Ready to take your game day experience to a whole new level. The original Louisiana brand hot sauce, flavor favors the bold. Explore bizarre tales in the Very Special Episodes podcast hosted by Dana Schwartz and Friends. Every Wednesday, they'll tackle a new stranger-than-fiction story, like NASA agents cracking down on a black market moon rock trade, a poison Titanic cast, and Mark Twain's pivotal bar fight. 
That is every single one of these episodes. It is the fodder for you to say, I heard the craziest story on this podcast. Listen to very special episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Coming in February, Florida Gator Baseball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Tomorrow on the show, got a good guest list tomorrow, the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, is going to be here. Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus, will be here. Former Gator and big league pitcher Dane Dunning will be here to talk about his uh, year last year and uh, upcoming year this year. And uh, from the Athletic Association, Linda Teeler here live in studio. Uh, she'll talk about what she's been doing uh, with NIL, uh, working with Congress, etc. And uh, she'll be here tomorrow. 392-8255. You can email Russell at WRUF.com. Hey, D, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, hit on a couple of your topics right quick. Uh, first on the, what you uh start off in the beginning about the coaches and the expectations. Uh, you know, Steve, just because every owner doesn't verbalize it like Jerry Jones does, doesn't mean that these all all these owners want to win championships. Sure. That's the, if you're not if you're not championship expectations, what are you in it for? Agreed. And and I just I look at what happened in the NBA last year, Steve. We talked about it. Uh, Milwaukee with Budenholzer, uh, Philadelphia with Doc Rivers. Uh, Phoenix with uh, Monty Williams, uh, you, you, Nick Nurse with with Toronto. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna see it this year. Uh, we already saw it this year with Adrian Griffin with Milwaukee. And I'm telling you, Steve Darvinham is on the chopping block. LeBron's already talking. His players are talking. He's next. So just because these owners don't come out and say it, everyone knows within those walls what their expectations are. And if you don't live up to them. The, most likely the coach is going to be gone. Well, I'll counter that. I, I don't disagree. But in all of those situations you just mentioned, which one of them is better than what it was? What do you, um, so what we, we don't know right now because right. the playoffs I mean, haven't started. What, what I'm saying is, in Milwaukee, are they playing better? We have, we have they're not a big sample well, size, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> Look at some of the Bucks, right? They, they've made now two changes. Two, right? And right. is that stability? Does, does that lend to championship? I, I don't, I mean, to me, old school, when you start changing coaches like you change your shirt, that's not exactly stability. And, and why is that now? Because there's no patience. There's no patience. I'll give well, Jerry yeah. Jones this, okay? He kept McCarthy. And and it's hard. And here's the other thing: I get players want to win rings. I under and, and there are windows sometimes for that, but nobody celebrates making the playoffs anymore. It, it, and that's sad to me. It, it's championship or bust, and I'm not sure that's the way to go. Well, Steve, I can tell you this: you turn on the ba- you turn on the Baltimore radio station. I guarantee you, they're not just happy with making the playoffs. They thought. They had a team that should have went to the Super Bowl. I think it, that's different because of the way it ended. Had that game been competitive, had they played great, 
disappointed, yes. Disappointed, not what the hell was that. That's that's a lot different. So, again, you can have a Super Bowl caliber team and disappointed is okay. If if I my my team is never good enough, but if they were, right? And I thought, okay, the Jets are Super Bowl caliber and they didn't make it. Would I be disappointed? Sure, I'd be disappointed, but I don't know that I'd say after one year, fire the coach, get rid of And I think that's the mentality we're in now in a lot of cases. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, let me hit on the SEC basketball sure. right quick, Steve. Uh, I know you're talking with Bernard about South Carolina, and I watched that game. Yeah. Uh, it, it, let me tell you something, Steve. You, you, that team is for real, man, because yep. they are physical. They, 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 they're not afraid to play, like you say, that grinded out 63, 65-point game. And they, except for the last four minutes, they kind of had Dalton connect uh, under control until he started going crazy, you know, yeah. during the end of that game. Uh-huh. But, uh, but they, they, they hit the big shot in the corner, the three-pointer, number 55, and then number 10 hit his free throws. I think they went 80% from the line. So, you know, you gotta give, you gotta give them credit, but it's the physicality, it's the defense that travels anywhere you go. And, like they they beat in Kentucky and Tennessee now on consecutive Tuesdays, and if they're not ranked, uh, if they're not ranked by by next week, man, some people need their votes or revolt because they, they should be ranked right now. And you know, I don't know if you have the same feeling I did watching that last night, but it was kind of like nails on the chalkboard, right? Yeah. You could tell in the first two minutes how the game was going to go. You could just tell this was not going to be an up and down you know, 90-80 to 80 kind of game. And the point I made earlier, do you think anybody in South Carolina today is whining because they only scored 60-something points? I don't think so. Nope. Lamont, Lamont uh, Paris can run for governor right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right D. See you. Uh, hi, Adam. How are you? Hey, Steve. Another uh, beautiful, beautiful day out in Florida today. Um, nice to be uh, talking with you on the show. I wanted to, uh, a little bit off topic initially, and then I want to follow up uh, with apparently a topic that you're very aggravated with. Uh, pretty much everybody else is, too. Um, Chris Stapleton and Rob Sale, Jamar Jaluk, and Mike Peterson's contracts have not been renewed as of yet. Um, the two, I'm sure Jamar Jaluk will be withheld for sure. Mike Peterson, I'm sure, because he's the one that helped. Uh, us land LJ McCray. Um, and uh, so the, the, the main ones, because everybody's screaming about offensive coordinator. Well, not everyone, you know, it's, it's not everyone. It seems that way on media, but it's not. Um, everyone's talking about a, an OC for Billy Napier here. Um, Rob Sale, I think, would be retained. And Chris Stapleton, as I understand it, is – it's up to him to make the decision, and he's going to be an off-field analyst at some point, or at, at, in some situation. Um, what's your opinion on that? Would you want Billy to hire an OC? No. In the, no, I don't think okay. that's the problem. I don't either. I think the offense got. I mean, is it is it going to be um, you know up and down the field, uh, no huddle, you know that kind of stuff? No, it's not. But in my opinion. The offense got better. Now, those contracts run through today. Through today. So tomorrow is when they would expire. Uh, And I believe Gonzalez and Callaway 
run through the same time next year, I think. I'm right in that. So if there's going to be a move, you know, I, I don't think they would announce it today because technically, you know, they're still under contract. But if there's going to be a move, I, you'd probably see that soon. Well, let me offer a compromise, and I, I agree with you, but let me offer a compromise. What We, we already know Billy's going to call the plays regardless. I mean, because one of the offensive linemen, I think, was Dean Bosey, but not really. A compromise would be to have someone in the booth up top looking down and helping Billy with managing the game plans leading up to our games. That would be my compromise. Have somebody up in the booth that can see a little bit differently. In other words, have that, you know, two minds are better than one, right? They always say. So, um, I mean, they, they assistant coaches do help in the game plan, right? In other words, whatever the offensive game plan is for that game, that's not solely Billy Napier. You know, offensive coaches help with that. But I, what you're, you're talking about on game day, I see your point. Yeah, and help with game management and all those types of things from a bird's eye view. Okay. All right, cool. Push, pushing on. Um, I got know, one minute uh, before my break, so go. Uh, you always do this to me. I can't get Well, because you talk a lot, Adam. It. I can't help that, but go ahead. <laughs> yes, we all do. Uh, NCAA got their hands caught in the cookie jar. They've been, they've been putting this off forever and a day, and money talks and bullshit walks, and when, when these lawsuits come down, especially when a class action suit comes down, the NCAA will be dissolved. The players will be unionized. They will be employees, and we'll move past this with every man, man-made created system, there's always a dysfunction, and the NCAA has got caught hands in the cookie jar. Go Gators. All right. Thank you. Uh, David, I don't want to put you on. i got less than a minute before the top of the hour. Uh, we have time in the 1 o'clock hour. Lots of emails to get to as well. We'll get to those, and we'll do hour two of Sports Scene, ESPN. Uh, I'll do a quick email here while I have a couple of seconds here. Um, Peter says... Reasonable criterion to consider when evaluating coaches' improvement. That's the most prudent consideration. If a team's had great success, there isn't much room for improvement. It becomes extremely difficult to go from being one of the best teams to the absolute best. Spurrier talked about Gator fans being upset with two losses in a season. Fans are unrealistic. It's up to the people charged with making decisions to have a broader perspective. Hour two coming up. Stay with us. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Dave Ray's Automotive, we get the bugs out of your car. Where are you heading this year? No matter where your travels may take you, you want to get there safely and securely. And that means knowing your vehicle's up for the challenge. Hi, Steve Russell here. Don't roll the dice with the chain stores. Take your vehicle to the same place I do. Dave Mays Automotive. People in the area have been trusting Dave Mays Automotive since they opened their doors way back in 1975. Imports, domestics, diesel, fleet service, they can handle anything from engines, AC and heating, transmissions, tires, brake service, and more. And don't forget about their famous bug check. They go over your entire car, making sure there's no nasty surprises waiting for you. Dave Mays Automotive is at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. 
Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I first heard of Exceptional Dentistry through family. Our dentist had retired and we were looking for a new dentist and I valued everybody's input from the family. And so they said that it was professional, well done, friendly staff. Uh, they were just so impressed. I would like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry that you can trust them implicitly to do the best job ever. It's not your worry. Let, put the worry in their hands and then you'll have a great outcome. Let them do their thing. It's a great spot. We recommend them to everybody. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Wednesday. Jose, our producer today, we thank you for making us part of your busy day. Good stuff today, uh, although with everything going on at Tennessee now and this whole... The, State suing and just it's crazy. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf.com. In case you just are just tuning in, I threw that out. Uh, what's your thoughts about all of that going on in Tennessee? And then, you know, Jerry Jones kind of came out with a statement today about McCarthy, uh, his coach. And sometimes I think when it comes to winning, that people don't appreciate how hard it is. If 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 you don't win at all, it's a bust. I've never believed in that, and we see it in the NBA particularly a lot with what the Bucks have done, other teams have done. Uh, get you, your thoughts about that. I don't think, my point is, I don't think people appreciate winning enough. Can you be frustrated? Somebody, I think it was D that brought up the Ravens. Sure. They're frustrated because of the way they lost. They got to the AFC Championship game. You can be disappointed with not getting there. I get that. But, my God, they got to the AFC Championship game. Let's get some calls. We'll start with David. David, hello. Hey, Steve. You know, you talk about winning being underrated. And I'm a Steelers fan. Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. And that's what everybody talks about. What I will say is winning is... Definitely, I think, underrated unless you're a perennial winner that doesn't take that next step. And that's when nothing valid criticism does come. Yes, I, I don't disagree with that. That, for example, if, if you um, – now, I think there's levels of that, though. Okay, I'm going to be real facetious. Supposing I'm the coach of the Ravens, John Harbaugh, and I get – to three consecutive AFC championship games, but I don't win them, there's going to be a group of fans that say, get rid of him because he can't get him to the Super Bowl. I understand that, but, man, making the AFC championship game is hard. But, oh, in the, yeah. but in the Steelers' case, if you're Tomlin and you're sort of, you know, 9-8, and eight, uh, you know, 9-7, nine and seven, and you're making the playoffs, but you're sort of there, and you're sort of middling around in there. Okay, I, I, I see the point. 
Yeah. Um, the question I have for you, me and my friends are having a debate about the best wide, like pure wide receiver to play at the University of Florida. And I want to preface this by saying we disqualified Carlos Alvarez and Percy Harvin because they were such, like, phenomenal athletes that could play multiple positions. So we, we acknowledge how great they were, but we're saying outside of those two because if you, if you look at it, I mean, you know what I mean, how great they were. Um, so we have Jabbar Gaffney, uh, Ike Hilliard, Rito Anthony, and Dallas Baker. Could you rank those four? Well, let me go back to Carlos Alvarez. Why would you disqualify him? He didn't play another position at Florida. Oh, because his like we 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 know how good he is, and we've looked at his stats, and he's leagues above everybody else. So it's just not fair. So we're trying. I guess you could say we're talking about the second best, but we just knew it. Like the answer is Carlos Alvarez, and then you go from there. So we just weren't okay because because that makes sense. And and I think people would also say. Percy Harvin. I, I really believe that. I, I think when, when you go into, you know, ranking them, and I think the, you have to be careful with that too, because do you do that in college? Because sometimes people say, well, they didn't do well in the pros. Well, so what? That, that's not what you're asking. You're asking what they did as, as a college player. And Percy we Harvin. Specifically, U.S. Yeah, right. And, and, and Percy was not the classic wide receiver. He wasn't a great route runner, right? But he was a jack-of-all-trades, yeah. and they got the ball to him in space. So, again, classify what that means, right? The other guys you're talking about, you know, Alvarez, Riddell, Ike, uh, I don't know, Jack Jackson, right? Chris Doring. Um, those guys were more... You know, receiver, receivers. That makes sense. Yeah. So, who out of those four, out of Gaffney, Idell, Hilliard, and Baker, who's your top guy? Uh, probably Riddell. Why is that? I just think now, and again, there, there's a guy who I think is really good and underrated, who would have been a lot better, West Chandler. But he played here in an era, you know, for at least part of it, where they were running the wishbone. Um, oh, yeah. I just think as a route runner, um, you know, maybe, maybe he or Ike would be one in one A, and Alvarez would be close number two. I would say, you know, I agree. I'm agreeing with what you're saying there. You have a really good point. But we also, people forget about. There's some stats that just don't come up on the stat sheet. Sure. And I had somebody throw in um, Josh Hammond, and you're kind of sitting there like, what are you talking about, Josh Hammond? And they did a, like a piece on him while he was here, like when we were playing in the SEC championship game with Trask. And they, they showed statistically that when he touched the ball, he only dropped two passes his entire time at the university. And so he caught 99% of the passes that he touched. And when you hear a stat like that, you're like, well, that must have been one of the greatest players of all time. And then you look at the stats, you're like, well, Josh was good, but he wasn't, you know, a Carlos Alvarez or a Nike Hilliard. Well, um, and, and so, you know what all that does? All that tells you, uh, David, is beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Right. It is, right? I mean, you can just do raw statistics and say, you know, this guy had the most 
because Hilliard, I don't believe, was even in the top five in receptions career at Florida. I think I'm right in that. But yet, if you watched him play, right, and Chris Doring set the SEC record for touchdown catches. And he's not really spoken of in terms of, you know, the top ten receivers for a lot. I think he's underrated because of what he did. Okay? Yep. All right. Thank you, David. Okay. Appreciate the calls. Always, those are always fascinating topics, and those are kind of summertime topics that when you talk about them. But um, there's no real right uh, or wrong answer there. Uh, Colonel Tom says, uh, with the NCA and NIL, uh, another possible outcome of succession. The top 64 or so teams will pull out of NCAA and start their own business. I think that's coming. I think that is coming. For those who decry the loss of the student-athlete, that model is broken, and in today's environment, can't be fixed. Um, Jim says, what's the downside for Napier or any other college coach for not being successful? If you aren't doing a good job at WRUF, you could be terminated and maybe walk away with a couple of weeks severance and maybe a state employee pension. A college coach will walk away with generational wealth. I understand coaches are competitive and want to win. End of the day, don't you think it has to be at the back of their minds that they'll never have to work again? They don't think that way, Jim. They don't think that way. I promise you they don't think that way. I get your point because from a monetary standpoint, given what we, you know, most of us make, you're right, but they don't think of it like that. And what's the incentive to win? Pride, uh, that's number one. Uh, and you want to earn your money, so to speak. His Dabo makes $11 million with a $350,000 bonus for winning a national championship. He makes more than that in two weeks. Well, once again, it's like anything else, Jim, in a marketplace, okay? If the marketplace bears that, and I ask anybody listening, are coaches, are there some things in life where you think, how in the hell are they making that much money? Sure, right? Compared to what teachers make, firefighters make, policemen make, it's ridiculous, right? But it's what the market bears. So either change the market or don't give them the money. He says you asked about whether fans are being turned off by NIL. I think it's a combo of that plus the coaches' salaries, buyouts, and the portal. It's just the NFL on Saturday. Top Jimmy, hello. Mr. Russell, good day to you, sir. Good day. <clears throat> um, I, I'm not big on the whole NIL discussion, but quickly, here's my theory and always has been. It used to be if you got an opportunity with a full scholarship to go and play at whatever, if it's a Division One, Division Two, Division AAA, whatever, that pretty much was you getting paid. In a way, yes, you're basically going to get an education. Sure. You're going to get housed. You're going to get fed. Yeah, and in Florida, you could get a Pell, a Pell Grant here um, and, you know, a stipend. Later on, a stipend became what you could get. So, But, yes, that was the way it yeah. was back in the day, yes. Uh, I know, and it's just, that's, yeah. I, it used to be that that gave the kids the incentive, I've got to go to college to play football, not I'm going to play football to get to go to college. Does that make sense? Is that... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, 
you're I when you opened the show, man, I uh, I, I I laughed out loud when you came on the air and you you I, I'm watching on the simulcast and uh, you just you looked up and went, what day is it? <laughs> and so yeah. I, I hope you'll share a laugh with me on that because it happens to me a couple times a week now. Uh, yeah, old starting. To Sometimes stop. the days <laughs> run into one another and you kind of forget where in the world you are. Yeah, that's not Absolutely. because of age. That's just because of stuff going on. Absolutely. Um, one of the names that uh, you and your previous caller left off the list of the when they were discussing the wide receivers, how about Collinsworth? Well, he didn't do a lot here because, again, he played uh, at a time when, you know, they weren't really throwing the ball a lot. So that's why sometimes he doesn't even make it. Uh, but that's in the, he's in the same kind of category as Wes Chandler, right? Because okay. West played okay. here in part of the in part of the wishbone era, but certainly you know you could put Chris's name in there when it was more of a run oriented offense. Yes, yes. understood. But uh, he had a pretty stellar uh, NFL career. Yeah, but again, and, that does um, that should not count for college. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and quickly tonight, um, I don't I don't know can can we outscore Kentucky at Rupp, or is it going to have to come down to playing better defense and limiting their scoring? Because uh, that's what a couple teams have done that have managed to beat them. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. If Florida wins, they win two ways. And this is going to sound redundant, but no, go ahead. You could you could you could outscore them because Florida. What's what's Florida's strength right now? Scoring the basketball, right? Scoring offense and offensive and offensive rebounding. Could you see them winning? You know, eighty-five to eighty, but that's harder to do on the road. It's harder to score on the road, generally, than it is when you're home. So if you take that out of the equation, then Florida's got to do a better job defensively, and I think especially inside. They've got to limit Kentucky inside. I don't think Florida's big guys did a great job of that here. I think that has to be better. And again, everything you talk about is harder to do on the road, right? But look at South Carolina last night. They kind of played... You know, the old Tennessee style. They they beat Tennessee with the way Tennessee used to play. Kind of physical, low scoring, you know, that sort of thing. So there's a lot of ways to win and it can be done, but that's not that's not South Carolina I think is comfortable playing like that. I don't think Florida is. Roger that absolutely excellent point always. Um great talking to you. Um and uh Avoid the brain farts, man. That's what I. That's what I say. All right. Thanks for your call. Yep. One fifteen. Time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. ESPN. Ninety-eight one FM. Eight fifty AM. WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN. Ninety-eight one FM. Eight fifty AM. WRUF. Good afternoon. This is Lacey Rogers. Gators men's basketball is in Lexington tonight to take on the number 10 Kentucky Wildcats. The Wildcats have a 10-1 home record, while Florida's away record is 1-3. This is their second time meeting this season. Kentucky won the first matchup 87-85 in the O'Connell Center. Coverage starts here at 7.30. In local hoops, the Hawthorne versus PK Young Girls teams face off today. And in the NBA, the Miami Heat hosts the Sacramento Kings tonight. The Heat are 12-11 at home and have lost their past seven games. The number three and four Gators women's and men's swim and dive teams will be in the O'Connell Center tomorrow for the Florida Invitational against Nova Southeastern. The three-day competition is the last before the SEC Championships. This is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lacey Rogers. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks want to tell you about 
FICARE Federal Credit Union, a place I've done my banking for over 30 years. And they serve only Florida health care workers and their families. This is who I'm talking to right now. Throughout the 29 days of this leap year, February, they're knocking 2.9% APR off of any car refinanced from another financial institution. And when members use their concierge auto buying service for new vehicle purchase, they'll also qualify for 2.9% off their already low regular rate. It's very difficult to find offers that low, but FICARE Federal Credit Union offers them to you. Remember, FICARE Federal Credit Union, you can find them online, FICAREFCU.org, FICAREFCU.org. After years of discomfort, it's like I'm alive again. Sonia Hackett talks about how QC Kinetics changed her life. QC Kinetics has given me my quality of life back. Before QC Kinetics, Sonia suffered from horrible knee and back pain stemming from a car accident. I was wearing knee braces just to try to maneuver around. Sonia hated the idea of pain meds and surgery seemed too risky. So she turned to the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics, the leaders in advanced regenerative medicine. That consultation just changed changed my life. I can do the treadmill, everything. I don't have anything holding me back. The quality of life is pain-free. QC Kinetics has made us very happy. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation today. I'm going to get emotional again. They are like family members to me. They care. Call QC Kinetics now. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Man, it is a beautiful day to fish. Here's your life jacket. You know I can swim, right? So could a lot of people who died falling overboard. Come on, I'm not a kid. Fatalities are often men over 30. It's too hot to wear one. These new ones are complete. <sighs> there, happy. Ooh, I got one. Glad you wore the life jacket. Okay, yes. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission reminds you to wear your life jacket. Visit wearitflorida.com. Wear it, Florida. New Year's resolutions can be tough, but if you've resolved to clean up around your home, office, or property, you're in luck. Gator Hauling and Junk Removal is here to help. They can remove furniture, junk, appliances, almost anything you can think of quickly and affordably. Gator Hauling and Junk Removal is veteran-owned and proud to support our community. Call 665-JUNK. That's 665-JUNK for a free estimate. Get your New Year's resolution accomplished and call 665-JUNK today. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Tim says, sometimes the simple solution is too obvious. 
Power Five hires a commissioner, players go under contract and get paid. That solves the employee argument. It stops all the schools hopping or hoping you're under contract for uh, X years. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. I, I really do. I, I do think there. if it isn't unionization, it's going to be where these these kids get paid. And we'll see what happens. Uh, Byron's up next. Hi, Byron. Hey, Steve. Thank you for taking my call. Steve, first of all, I'd like to start off with Gator basketball. Steve, I just kind of got in on it a little bit. I've been, you know, how you do sometime. I, I love you, but I'll be busy. But, hey, Steve, really, seriously, uh, I hope people are talking about this game, man, and how, how these big, these are really serious games. And, uh, Steve, I want to just put in, man, it was Jason Williams. I hope we have some of that white chocolate magic tonight. Man, I'm putting my spirit and all my energy out to those guys. And I hope fans are – stop concentrating on that NIL, Steve. Steve, I, where I'm going with this with that, man, Steve, that's just the times and the way it is. And everybody focusing like it's football. You know, the, one of the top paid players is that LSU gymnastics girl. So this is a conglomerate thing. And, and if you're just focusing on football and those players, you're missing the whole picture. No, so uh, let, let me stop you there. You're right. No, no, yeah, stop you're me, right. Because yeah, yeah. it is that. But most people, most people that are the highest paid right. are football or basketball. But you're right. Uh, Dunn at yeah. LSU is making a lot of money. And, and I agree, Steve. And I can see why I started with football. But I just want to say the basketball team does not deserve to be neglected while we're watching what's happening in the big world of football. Just like we forget all sports, NBA and all. Guys, it's more happening in that. And baseball season is coming up and softball. So, Steve, we got other great programs, gymnastics. I hope we just kind of let that stuff play out and stop just worrying about one sport and how we're going to win next year. It's time to watch football, I mean, excuse me, baseball and, and basketball and, and go Gators. Thanks, Steve. Byron, thank you. Uh, Lucas says, I'm not the biggest Jerry Jones fan. I find it to be too involved. I disagree with him. Like you said, winning is hard. Like a, every fan is different. But I just think I know how hard it is to win. It's hard. When you win, man, it is hard. And it's just unfortunate sometimes. I get this from you know, some, some of you, and I understand the point. You know, we as fans deserve it. I'm not sure you deserve anything, but I get the point. I, maybe a better word than deserve. Everybody wants a winner. We all love winners. How many people go, oh, man, I, I, I mean, I'm old school. I'm a Jets fan whether they win or lose, but it sucks when they always lose. I mean, they, that's just how it is, right? So, But I don't deserve that because I'm a Jets fan. I, I'm in the minority. I believe I really am in the minority in that. Uh, Andrew says, you haven't covered how LeBron and Giannis are basically the GMs. Well, that is true. Uh, look how Budenholzer won Coach of the Year. Giannis' brother's on the team. An assistant coach quit first week of the year. Locker room altercations. Something more to just these firings. The media isn't covering. Well, the media covers it, Andrew. The media covers it very well. Um, but the problem is that 
it's not going to change probably um, because of what the mentality is, not only from a fan base perspective, but some of the players that are the higher paid players, they want to win. And I get it. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. If you have not looked at uh, the situation with Tennessee and the allegations made there and what the Attorney General of the state's doing there. Again, it's just one more thing. I got to, oh, by the way, uh, Quinnius Ingram sent me something, and uh, they're going to do something uh, on Saturday uh, I will tell you about. Um, and it's pretty cool. They're going to have a uh, a documentary premiere on Saturday. Uh, the doors open at five fifteen in the high school auditorium, and it's ten dollars at the door, and the proceeds will go to the football and girls basketball teams. The person who did this is a fifteen-year-old Hawthorne student that did the documentary. That's Pretty cool stuff. So uh, there you go. Mike says, we're rapidly approaching a point where we're simply not going to put ourselves to the mental anguish of longing for the long-ago past, as great as it was. When college football gets to the point, entire teams are composed of non-student athletes. The disconnection from the universities will become so great, interest will wane. Donalds will never pony up for semi-pro imposters dressed in college uniforms. The disunity will simply be too great. I don't agree with that. Mike, I'll, I'll challenge this, okay? I don't know what you, exactly what you mean about uh, imposters, non-student athletes, but nobody's saying that they're not going to school, right? That is going to be I, – I don't know how that changes. Unless you are going to strictly just say college is going to be minor league and you can play – for that team, and then just other students can go to the school. If that's what you're suggesting, um, nothing's impossible. But there's always that when a fan watches somebody who is a Gator, when a fan watches somebody who is a, uh, Alabama, a Crimson Tide person, there's loyalty there, there's connection there, right? And there's even connection, look, does anybody, when free agency started in pro sports, people were against it because you got used to seeing the same people on your team most of the time. Well, guess what? That's survived. Pro sports have survived free agency. College sports will survive this, but it will be different. It will be different. He says progressive decline leads to shutdown. It's amazing to me those that push for more and more NIL can't see this. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Andrew, get right to you after the break. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Getting your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt can lead to some spirited reactions. Jackson Hewitt, yeah! Jackson Hewitt is so sure that you'll get your biggest refund that if they don't, you get your money back plus 100 bucks. Jackson! 
said, hell yeah! And Jackson Hewitt also guarantees the accuracy of your return for life. Hell yeah! So don't just sit there. For your biggest refund guaranteed, walk into a Jackson Hewitt today and dance out Jackson Hewitt! Yeah! For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles I've purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40-plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency. Sick and tired of achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery? You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, from arthritis or injury? Don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics Advanced State-of-the-Art Treatments harness and direct your body's natural ability to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility, reclaim your independence, walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Seasonable conditions for our last day of January. This afternoon, mostly sunny skies with highs peaking in the mid to upper 60s. We'll have a breeze gusting to about 25 miles an hour through the late afternoon. Then this evening and overnight, clear skies getting cold. Lows to start off February dropping to the upper 30s. We'll have a wind chill in the mid 30s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. If I'm an owner or a GM, I want input. I want somebody to tell me what they see that I might not see. And I think having all these interviews, and if you have 10 candidates, you may be only considering three or two, but you might get something out of somebody that you remember. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 and right here on WRUF. Coming in February, Florida Gator Baseball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I got asked this. The other day, uh, I every once in a while, a quick story here. Every once in a while, when I'm in my office, our students are right outside my office, 
And sometimes I'll ask them something about, hey, who's your favorite athlete or whatever. And sometimes I'll say, hey, what, what's your favorite old school music? And they'll say whatever, right? Now, sometimes old school's 90s for them, but you get the point. And uh, we were going like, your favorite Motown. A few of them didn't know what Motown was, and that made me feel like I was about 200 years old. But they asked me who would my favorite Motown act was. And uh, I said the Supremes. Just That's what I, I've always liked them. Uh, I like most of the other ones too, but if you're pushing me to have a favorite, it was them. I don't know why I said that, because of the music that just played, I suppose. So, Andrew, get me out of this. Andrew, hello. Uh, okay, uh, I've heard you tell a few callers, like, hey, it's not must win. It's not must win. But I'm wondering tonight, when are we going to start to be, like, in panic mode if we don't win? Like, I know it's not must win, but is it starting to get down to the stretch no. where we no. got... There's a lot, there's still a lot of games left. And there's a, and here, here I think is... I'll say this, Sean's going to be here tomorrow, and I'm going to ask him this question. I think I know what his answer is going to be. He's going to agree. This is a crucial stretch here. It's not must win tonight, but it's a crucial stretch of games here, Andrew, because they're quad one opportunities. And at some point, you got to win one or two of these. Because if you don't, your resume lacks. In my opinion, that's that's not going to get you into the NCAA tournament. The good news of this is that you can still get those quad one wins in the SEC tournament. You know, people forget that. So you can still get that. But that is where Florida needs to go next. Got to get some quad one wins. All right. I got one more random question. Uh, I was talking to my brother, and he he was saying, well, we, we only lost by whatever to whoever. And I'm like, well, close losses don't mean anything, right? A W is all that matters. They don't, they don't look at it losing by one do they no that, that if, if they do that's way down the list you know who'd you beat where'd you beat them you know that sort of thing is what they look at quad one wins and then if if all things are equal right let's say jose and i have uh our teams have a similar resume right so maybe the committee then looks at okay quad one wins he's got two i've got two uh, you know, we finished uh, approximately the same place in our leagues. Well, then you start looking at other things like, okay, do you have a bad loss on your resume? Do you have a quad four loss? Do you have a quad three loss? That could could be the difference between, you know, one team getting in and one team not if everything else is sort of equal. All right, thank you. Okay, thank you, Andrew. Yeah, no, no time to panic, but if you can pull this off, uh, big one. James says, you surprised Billy Donovan still coaching the Bulls. Seems like an NBA a team that hasn't been relevant in some time. I think this is a big year for Billy. Now, last he's had some injuries, and his best players have missed a lot of time. But they're, they're sort of in that purgatory. They're not just god-awful like the Spurs, but they're far from elite. And that's the worst place you can be in the NBA, in my opinion. Either, you know, the eighth, eighth playoff spot or, you know, nine, 10, 11 in there, you're in purgatory. And uh, that's why I think, I think if Billy doesn't make the playoffs this year, uh, it might be tough. 
and I hope I'm wrong. All right, we got uh, 20 minutes for the first time today. Uh, free phone lines, and we'll get your calls, 392-8255, and you can email uh, Russell at WRUF.com. Don't forget today, uh, Gator Baseball is practicing uh, the scrimmage at 345, and Caglione among the pitchers throwing today. Uh, Jamison's pitching, Neely's pitching today. Liam Peterson, who's going to be the Saturday starter, it looks like. Um, they'll scrimmage again tomorrow at 4, and then they will not scrimmage uh, on Friday. They will on Saturday as they get ready for the season opener. Both softball, lacrosse, baseball opening up now uh, as February finally uh, hits us, uh, and that is uh, a good thing. Uh, Corey. Good email here. He says, Steve, I agree with you in that sometimes people don't enjoy winning, but a previous caller hit the nail on the head for me. At some point, if you win at a certain level and don't improve, don't you think then coaches are vulnerable? Uh, yes. In general, yes. Let me just say this, uh, and I'm giving an extreme example. If John Harbaugh goes to the AFC title game three years in a row, and they don't get to the Super Bowl, then there's going to be a segment of that fan base that says, hey, we got to hire somebody here to get us, get us over the hump. As ridiculous as that sounds. Because, again, getting to that point is very difficult. Very difficult. But I understand. Um, Russ sent me this, this uh, shirt, and I wish I could wear it. Ready for this? It says it's weird being the same age as old people. <laughs> Gotta like that. It's weird being the same age as old people. Um, all right. Let's get to Tony here. Hi, Tony. Hey, Steve. What's up, man? How you doing? Good. Um, hey, you know, so what's happened in the last couple of weeks here, right? Both Tennessee and Florida got letters from the NCAA saying that they were going to be under investigation. And both administrations handled that vastly different. Mm -hmm. I mean, you couldn't have handled it any more differently. Mm -hmm. So that says something, Steve. It says something. I think I know what it says. I'll let everybody decide what that says to them. But it says something to me, Steve. So, you know. What's it say to you? I think we're a bunch of scary cats, Steve. That's what it says to me. University of Florida are a bunch of scary cats. And there's a whole bunch of examples about it. Not only with NIL, with the guys that haven't been allowed to play. I mean, he John Johnson's playing in the NBA leagues now, and he wasn't allowed to play here. We just are a bunch of scary cats with everything. You know, that's how I see it. I don't know why. But there's a culture of just like a bunch of long-tailed cats in a room full of rocking chairs over there, Steve. That's that's how I see it. But that's just me, man. I think this whole situation, you know, Linda Taylor's going to be here tomorrow. And the road I'm going to go down with her, because uh, I, I, I know how her react. If I said to her on air tomorrow, can you comment on the letter that, 
that Florida got, she would say no. She would say no. I'm not commenting on that. And I understand that. You know, it's an active thing going on, right? And, and I think Tennessee, the way they've done it, I don't know that Florida's scared, but Tennessee, I think, is because they know that this could mean severe penalties for a second-time offense. So sometimes what do you do You when you're hit in the face? You punch back. That's what they're doing. And I don't fault them for doing that. The whole idea of NIL here is under such secrecy, it's shrouded, but it is hard to get a grasp of exactly what's going on. And look, let's face it. You're not going to tell me there aren't some people in the UAA who think NIL is going to go away and be legislated out of existence. And there are some people who think we better get our butts in gear right now and start raising some money. And I think those, those schools of thought sometimes clash. So what will we see here over the next weeks and months to see you know, what the university does? I'm, I'm really trying next week to get Florida Victorious on the show, and I'm pretty sure that's going to happen at some point. Uh, let them tell their story. You guys can ask questions. And we'll go from there. Yeah. But anybody that you get on, and you're a skilled interviewer, Steve, but I'm telling you, man, anybody you get on from Florida Victoria to the UAA, they're going to have to be grilled by the best prosecutors in the nation right now <laughs> to be able to get anything out of them. Well, they're just not going to give up nothing, Steve. No, and, like and, the mafia. and that's kind of been the MO here. You know, I, I've been around here a long time, and that is the way it has been for ages. And I think that's just the way they historically, good or bad, have operated. They don't give you a lot. Um, I mentioned this the other day, you know, something that my buddy Mike Bianchi wrote in a column he wrote about, you know, how you have to just about kick and scream to get any kind of documentation from, you know, the Sunshine Law. They, they did it, but only after they got threatened to do it. And that bothers me as a member of the media, as a journalist, because that's what the Sunshine Law is supposed to do. I understand, you know, whatever entity you are, there are certain things you don't want out there. I get that. But you also comply with the law. And, you know, that's where that is. Steve, real quick, uh, Billy Donovan, um, if he were ever to come back to college, would it be more likely to, to come back to a situation like come back to Florida Let's say in two years he's out of the NBA, maybe hasn't worked out with Todd Golden. Would he be more likely to come back to a situation like that, back to Florida, or would he just come back to some other school? Or do you see no way ever would he ever come back to college? I don't ever say no way ever for anything. Because I've lived long enough to know that never say never happens. Um, But think about it. If Billy left here, because he was tired of the shenanigans and recruiting and all of that. He's going to come back to this? He's going to come back to this? You kind of answered the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, Tony. Right, yep. Appreciate care, your call. Thank you. 
Uh, Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, I know you're up against a break, but tomorrow, if I can't call in, if you could ask a few questions. Number one, when did this player get money? Is it before the season or is it the end of the season? Uh, number two is what's to prevent a, a player from wanting to renegotiate his NIL in the middle of the season and threaten to not play hard unless he gets more money? Is that Can they do that? Uh, I know you don't know the answers to these, but if you could uh, just I think I do know out. the answer. I think the answer oh, to okay. that Go is ahead. no, um, because I think once the deal is signed, um, because think about the NFL, Mike, okay? Even though you may complain about you want your contract renegotiated, it isn't normally renegotiated until after it's done, unless unless the team agrees, right? So it just depends yeah. on yeah. what that, that particular situation is. Sometimes teams play hardball and say, nope, we're not going to renegotiate. We'll wait till after the year. Or we don't want an unhappy player you know, okay, we, we want you, we value you, so okay, we'll take a look at renegotiating. I'm 99% sure that cannot happen okay. in college, but I will ask the question. Okay, and the, the last thing is, um, you know, I, I just don't understand how these players can get money and they ask fans for money, but we don't know where it's going to. Why isn't it that posted how much money each player is getting? The coaches have to post what, how much money they're paid. You, I think it's public needs to know how much each player is being paid. I don't know why that's kept secret. I think because this is all new, Mike. I think just there's so much here that's gone on in such a short time that I think they're still trying to find their way into exactly what the situation is and what to do. That's my take i'm not sure how much linda can answer you know with that maybe when florida victorious comes on you know maybe they can answer those sorts of things too but those are legitimate questions well and and also if, if the if, if the fans don't know where they're giving their money to i just don't understand how they can ask you to give them money I, I well just, okay now that i can answer that i can answer okay. okay if i say to you um we're, uh, we're in a campaign to raise money for facilities, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so you give yeah. money. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I've never, I've never had that much money to give, okay? But you can, if, if my name is uh, Rockefeller, you know, I might be able to say, okay, I'm giving $3 million, and I want to put my name on the basketball facility. And we've already uh-huh. seen that, right? That happens. But yeah. average fan, Joe average fan, if you give, you know, fifty bucks or a hundred bucks, it, it, it goes into a pot, and then that money yeah. is used as they want it to be used. But, Steve, you don't think they're not putting those figures out there because they think fans would revolt if they saw how much money the players are getting paid? No, I, I don't know that. I mean, why? If, if that's the case, I'll flip it back. Then why are other schools? raising the money they're raising. Their players are getting paid, too. Yeah, I know. I think the whole thing should be transparent. All right. I think that's where you get into problems. When you don't have transparency, you've got problems. All right. So, anyway, thank, thank you for your call, Mike. 148, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jada Ross. The Florida Gators men's basketball team is taking a trip to Lexington, Kentucky. Tonight, the 14-6 and six Gators will face off against the 10th-ranked Kentucky Wildcats. Tune in here at 7.30 p.m. for our live broadcast of the game. The Gators men's golf team has just secured their third consecutive win at the Seabest Invitational. A total of 10 UF golfers competed with seven finishing in the top 15. Diving into our last story, the Florida Gators women's and men's swimming and diving team will host and compete against Nova Southeastern in the three-day-long Florida Invitational starting tomorrow. This is the last meet before the SEC Championships. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jada Ross. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. For many years now, I've told you about Southeast Car Agency. I trust them. I purchased a lot of vehicles from them over the years, and man, they've been good for me. A lot of mileage, a lot of wear, and I mean good wear, because they've lasted me a long time. And that's what you want in a vehicle that you get. And great part about it, too, not a lot of maintenance. These vehicles are really good. They're good people. The Cousins family's run that business for over 40 years, and they'll treat you right. They don't ever try to hard sell you a vehicle. They work with you to make sure you get the vehicle you want at the price you're looking to pay. Great variety, great selection of vehicles as well on their lot at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. You can also check them out online. That's easy, secars.com. That's the place to do it. You'll see the pictures. You'll see all the information about the vehicles that's there. And remember, when you go see them in person, you know what to do. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Take your Valentine's experience to a whole new level this year with jewelry, flowers, candy, dinner, and a flyaway romantic getaway. All courtesy of International Diamond Center. Nothing says I love you like romantic jewelry from IDC. From a simple pendant to an exquisite designer ring, we've got a fantastic selection of affordable, timeless gifts. And this year, with any jewelry purchase at IDC of $129 or more, we're giving you some long stem roses, some delicious chocolates, and a gift card for dinner from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's one-stop shopping for all all things romantic. And if you really want to take it up a notch, we're also giving away island getaways. Just spend $5,000 on jewelry and you'll get a $500 airfare credit for a Caribbean vacation. Spend $10,000 on our jewelry and get three nights, including airfare, at a tropical resort. On us. Make this Valentine's one to remember. Let IDC help you with her jewelry, flowers, chocolates, dinner, and a romantic vacation. We've got it all. Happy Valentine's from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Hey, you, with the shopping cart. It's us, Leafy Greens. Leafy what? Greens. Delicious, locally grown leafy green vegetables. I'm Romaine. This is arugula. Hello. Spinach. Ahoy. Escarole and endive. Bonjour. Right. I put you guys on my sandwiches. Aww. We're more than just a sandwich layer. We add crunch to your salads. Flavor to soups. And a little je ne sais quoi to your dishes. That is, if you let us. <laughs> for meals with personality, look for the sunny, fresh from Florida logo where you shop. The incredible Black Eyed Pea Vegan Veggie Burger with Vegan Romalades now on the menu at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It satisfies any carnivore appetite. Walk up, drive through, or order ahead at DickMondell's.com. They're open seven days a week. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. 
And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are wrapping up a terrific, engaged show today. Good guests tomorrow coming on, too. So uh, we'll wrap up today. Uh, Gator Pop, is that correct? Go ahead. Yeah, Steve. Uh, I just wanted to respond to Mike. Uh, you know, people can do what they want with their money, and I'm, you know, I'm 63 years old, and I, I don't like it any better than a lot of people do. But what it was originally intended to do, like be paid for their jersey, and what it has evolved to is basically pay for play. So, unfortunately, but just like Mike, he doesn't want his uh, salary when he was teaching, he doesn't want it broadcasted to his fellow workers, to, you know, all over the place. The same, the same thing applies. You, you can't have it that way. And if you join Florida Victorious or read their website, it tells you that 90% of the money goes to the student athletes. And like you said, like if you pay for insurance, you don't know exactly what they're doing with your money and how much goes here and how much goes there and so on and so forth, but you have to have insurance. And in order to have a good football team, again, we have to, unfortunately, pay up. So he can decide not to pay, but... As long as he doesn't pay, I will, you know, I wouldn't gripe about not having any elite athletes because that's just what it's evolved to. So, okay, appreciate you. Thanks. Appreciate thanks your you call. Said. Thank you, uh, Dick. Welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'll just go real quick. Um, yeah, I don't know. I know I'm not a rocket scientist. I know I'm not saying anything that you haven't said before. But what about if we just if they did a salary cap on the NIL? Like, you know, the NFL does that. Well, they say, okay, every school, this is a pool of money that you get. And you can spend it any way you want to spend it. If you want to give, let's just say it's $5 million. If you want to give DJ Lagway $5 million and you've got 10 holes to fill, well, you're done. That's all you can use. And uh, but I think that would make it a little more strategic. Now you just can't have schools going and just paying 2 $3 million to four or five players. I think it would make it more even. It would even the playing field for schools who don't maybe have the alumni associations and the uh, ability to raise funds as other schools. And I think that would just alleviate a lot of this stuff that's going on. They just did a salary cap. What do you think about that? Oh. Yeah, I think it'd make it more strategic too for the coaches. You got to determine then where you're going to spend your money. Well, if you, you know, have if you have a salary cap. Uh, then you're going into you know NFL type territory. Uh, well, we're doing it now, though, right? To a point, to a, to a certain extent, yes. And then, 
you know, then it becomes, well, do you collectively bargain that? Uh, right. are, are the kids employees, uh, all of that, you know, do they unionize? There's so many peripheral views and, and things yeah. where it's just not, you know, a really simple thing. And I, and I think people forget this. The NIL laws in Florida were first set down three years ago now. It's been three years. But those those laws were modified about a year ago. And it removed a lot of things. It removed requirements regarding compensation that you can earn and restrictions involving in that. So I, the way I read that is you can earn whatever you can earn, right? It removed requirements. It removed prohibitions for the schools uh, for them to have the athletes get representation. Athletes can get representation now. So, so we were behind some other states, possibly. Right? No, I think I think Florida got ahead of it a little bit, actually. Okay. Um, I think some states are still lagging behind a little bit. Oh yeah, right. And I, I got one more question. You know, we we know that Florida hasn't been on a huge run uh, where they're probably they want to be. But I find this amazing, though. I went back and looked at two thousand since two thousand. Do you know Florida? And you know, most of these guys that are four and five stars, they're coming into college to go to the next level, the NFL, right? They're not really going there to get a degree. I don't care where it's at. I find it amazing. I went back to 2000. Do you know that Florida is still like in the top eight schools in the country when you look at players in the NFL since 2000? Players currently in the NFL right now, they're like in the top eight schools. Yes. As bad as we've been. Yes. We send guys to the league. Now, I would say this. I don't know if there's anybody elite in the league. Right? There's good, solid NFL people. Anzalone, Gardner Johnson, yeah. you know, people like that. There's not a superstar, maybe. But, but you we know. still send a bunch of guys to the league, though. Yep. You know what I mean? Well, we'll see. How, that's uh, what those guys want to do. All right. Thanks all for right, your call. Yep. Uh, Kenneth says, people miss that player pay doesn't come from UF and therefore is not for them to disclose under Sunshine, which is true. And I also separate entity, which is not a public state program and not subject to sunshine laws. That is very true, as far as I understand it. Tomorrow, lots of good guests, including Linda Teeler from the Athletic Association, to discuss all this and what she has seen in Congress as they discuss this. Thanks to Jose for producing. We'll see you tomorrow on Sports Scene, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.